welcome to the Proximity Podcast with Esty, where we talk about everything God and everything life. Join my dad as he shares his thoughts on God's will and purpose for our lives, and also gives some insights as to how we can live and experience the Christ-centered life in its fullest, in the way God designed for us to. I pray that you will truly see and experience the love and the grace that God has available for all who decide to put their trust in Him, hear His word, and follow Him. Be blessed as you listen. Hi everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. In whatever time zone, whatever time of day you are, and I would want, like to welcome you to my podcast, The Proximity Podcast. Uh, my name is Shagun Daramola, um, also known as SD, and I'm a singer-songwriter, and I'm excited to have you here on this journey with me as we talk about everything God, everything life, and you know everything in between. Uh, I promise this to be exciting, and I hope that it will you know, bring some encouragement, bring some wisdom, bring some... Um, knowledge um, and perspective um, to as many as would, you know, take time to listen. So this is my very first episode and, um, you know, it took a while. It took a while to get going. A lot of times, you know, when you want to start something new, there's just a lot of fear and apprehension and, and uncertainties as to, okay, how, you know, how exactly should I do this? How is this going to, you know, go? Is it going to be relevant? And, you know, all of that stuff. But, at some point, you're just gonna have to just go, you know. As long as God is giving you the, the, um, the instruction and and also is giving you everything you need, equipped you with with everything you need, you just have to kind of just go, and and just run with it and 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 see see where things go. You know, let let the chips fall where they where they may, right? Um, so that that's that's that about that. Um, just a little bit about myself, I. I was born and raised in Nigeria. I spent um, a couple years of my childhood in Scotland, went back to Nigeria, and then relocated to the U.S. in 2001. And I've been here ever since. Um, it's, it's, been, it's been an interesting life, uh, you know, um, adjusting to life in America and, you know, ultimately settling down and, and you know, new culture and all of that. But, you know, that, that was a very, very, very long time ago. Uh, I've been married. Um, for 19 years now, my wife's name is Ola, and we have uh, two wonderful girls, Gabby and and Didi, Gabrielle and Danielle, but that, we call them Gabby and Didi. And um, it's been it's been it's been interesting, you know. So you you live a life of not only a child of God, you know, living the life of a husband, living the life of a father, and um, just just living life generally. How do you how do you walk this Christian work in every aspect? Um, of life that that God has placed you in, and that's that's the that's the journey having to figure that out um, every every day, and um, you know you 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 make mistakes here and there, um, shortcomings here and there, but by the grace of God, I'm still I'm still standing and still still moving on, and um, I I I think my my hope is that this podcast will you know, give one or two people, um, I'd say not only an encouragement, but an insight into how 
God really wants us to live. Not not because I've lived a perfect life, but at every point in time, um, when it's time to find out exactly how to live, I've, I've kind of figured out that the word of God is always a standard. At whatever point in time, wherever you find yourself, whether you're high or you're low, um, whether you're straight, walking straight or you're crooked, um, at any point in time, whether you <laughs> things are going well or you're just, you know, um, deep in dysfunction, right? It, the, the word of God doesn't change and it's always a standard. So I think the challenge in life is knowing, knowing how to always get back to that standard and now using that standard to kind of readjust yourself and realign yourself and, and get back on the right track. So it's, it's been exciting. It's been, it's been a life worth living. And, um, and yeah, uh, my music career, I started music. Um, I think when I was 16, started playing the keyboards and, you know, I was in the church, church band, um, from playing keyboards, I took an interest in singing and, and you know, that just kind of took a life on it, of its own. And, and I've been trying to, you know, do music stuff ever since. It, it's a, it's a passion. It's something I love. It's one of those things where, you know what, if, if you never get rewarded for it, you still do it. And, and I think music is, music is that thing for me, right? All right. Um, enough about myself. Uh, today, I want to, I want to talk about talk about something that it's not strange um, to, to, I don't think it's a strange concept or, or it's not a word that, that you probably, you probably heard every now and then over and over again. And, and that's the word faith. Um, but I want us to kind of try to define it and understand exactly what it is. Um, you know, is it just, is it just something that's limited to religion or, faith is kind of pervasive in, in every aspect of our lives, you know? So I want us to kind of dive deep a little bit into that word and, and see how we can learn something, something new, something, you know, that we've not thought about really uh, when it comes to faith. And um, I would, would start by, you know, saying that at the, at the point when you kind of realize that you're not just somebody who wakes up and, you know, eats and drinks and goes back to bed. At the time when you become aware that you, you, you actually have something that drives you. you, you have a desire to go somewhere, you have a desire to be something, you want to move from, from point A to point B, you want this, you want that. See, at that point, right, you, you, when you come into that realization, you also notice that in order for you to, to move from the point that you are to the point where you want to be, in order for you to, to move from having nothing to having something, right? It takes, it takes you to have to do certain things, right? So you can't, you can't just say, oh, I want to be, um, let's see, what do you want to be? If you want to be a doctor or a lawyer, or you want to be a, an athlete, a basketball player, or whatever, you find out that you would need to do certain things that move you from you not being that thing to now be, 
that thing. And before you actually move, you have to have a certain belief that you are able to be that thing, right? It's that belief that you have that gives you the grace and the strength, that gives you the strength to now start to do certain things that now, you know, all things being equal, move you from, from where you are to, um, to where you want to be. So that thing, that thing that moves you, that propels you is faith, right? It, it's faith. You knowing that at the end of this process that you're about to embark, you having faith, believing that there's a result at the end of the process, right? I think Paul, in one of his letters um, to, I think this was to the, um, to the Roman church, Romans chapter 8, um, kind of said, you don't, you don't need faith if you already have what you hope for. If what you hope for is here, then there's no need for faith. No one has faith for what they already have. But when you don't have it, you hope for it. But hope is not, it's, we're not talking about static hope, stagnant. We're talking about hope that propels you to, to do certain things. And that's what faith is. So, so when, we, when we start to think about faith, let's go beyond thinking about faith from the box that we're familiar with, religion. The moment somebody says, oh, I'm, I'm a person of faith, you're already thinking, oh, is he a Christian? Is he a Muslim? Is he, you know, a Buddhist? Is he whatever it is? Which it applies to that, but you have to, you have to understand faith for what it is. It is, um, it's a kind of, it's the feel that, that we use in our human existence. That's how God created human existence because there's a, there's a limit to the, to, to the access um, to the future that we have. We're limited in our access to the future. We don't, we don't know what will happen in the future. We're, there's a part, I mean, there's actually no part of us. And, you know, we'll, we'll talk Christian faith in a minute, but when you look at yourself, um, as a human being, there's, there's really nothing in you that knows for certain that something will happen an hour from now. Yeah, you, you, can, you can guess. It's a 50-50 chance, right? But when we're talking about life, like ser serious things in life, there's no certainty in human existence. And so there is a need, there's a need for faith. There's a need, there's a need for us to believe that there's something down the line that now makes us to, makes us to move, right? And if you want to, you know, talk about the biblical, biblical definition of faith, you know, what that scripture that, that for the most part, if you ask, ask any Christian, oh, what is faith? Um, they'll refer you to Hebrews 11, 
the book of Hebrews chapter 11, uh, the first verse, right? It says, faith is the substance of things that we hope for, the evidence of things we, we do not see. And, and it is, that is the definition of faith. But if, to simplify it, what, what it's really saying is faith as a substance. Faith, faith is what makes um, the future real, gives it, gives it support, give, gives it a basis, gives it a reason to chase after it. And you have faith in something. So even though that thing is not here, but because you believe it exists, because you believe it's in the future somewhere, it gives it substance. It makes it real at this point, even though it's not here yet, right? And then when he says it's the, the evidence of the things we do not see, I kind of think about it. If you, if you start to lose faith in where you're going, you notice that, you know, you tend to slow down. And the things that, you know, you were doing to get to where you're going, you start to doubt, you start to second guess. And, and at some point you start to not do those things. Like if, if, um, you know, basketball player LeBron, if, if at some point he started to doubt that he could be the best, that he could be the very best player on the planet, then all his, um, work ethic and all the things he, he did to get to, um, where he ultimately got to, he wouldn't do it. So faith is evidence. It's, it's, it's that, it's what gives you um, an assurance that, yep, you can be, you, you can be the best. And then it, it, um, it helps you to stay on track. And if you think about that definition and you think about what we've talked about, um, about life, I just simply see faith as a corresponding action towards your point of belief. Faith. And that's why I said everybody has it. So when you say you don't have faith, what you're saying is you're not going anywhere. And even in you're not going anywhere, you are going somewhere because life, there's no part of life that is static, right? Because somebody's saying, oh, I, I don't have a plan to be anywhere. I'm not having a plan to be anywhere is a plan to be somewhere, but it's going to be somewhere that you don't want to be, right? So faith, everybody lives by faith because everybody is doing something that takes them towards a point of belief, whether they realize it or not, right? So even when you meet somebody and they say, oh, um, I'm not spiritual, I'm, you know, I'm a free thinker, I'm a free spirit or whatever, you know, whatever it is you want to call them, um, they live in that way because they believe certain things. And there is a picture in front of them that they've accepted as life and every action, every step they take moves them towards that. Faith is what moves. It's a corresponding action towards, towards a point of belief. And so when the Bible tells us that, when Paul said we walk by faith, and not by sight. He's not saying that faith is the opposite of sight. Sight is not the opposite of faith. The opposite of faith is no faith. But that's also subjective. It depends on um, the object of faith, which we're going to talk about. But when you're talking faith, it does in its purest natural form, faith 
is not opposite of sight because sight is a kind of faith. Well, that's when somebody is living by sight. If you were to interpret that from a biblical standpoint, all that means is this is somebody who, who lives life based on what they see. Decisions are made based on the natural sight, um, temporal, um, maybe instant gratification or whatever it is. It is, it is not beyond the realm of nature and that's how they choose to live that's 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 their faith their faith is based on um the natural existence so paul is saying we live by we live by faith but not faith in the vacuum we live by faith in you know the son of god that that's that's what he if he had kind of written that um wrote that um like full expand that statement and be, oh, we live by faith in God, not by faith in what we see, not by faith in man, kind of like that. So, um, so why do I say all of that? If you, if you, um, if you do not know what you have faith in, right? Um, I would say, take a look at where you're heading. If you know where you're heading. If you say, oh, I, I don't know what I believe. My thing to you would be, take a look at where you're heading. Take a look at the decisions you make in life, where it takes you. That's what you have faith in. How you process your, um, your life, how you, you know, go from here to there your principles. So I, I don't know what I believe in. Take a look at where you're going. Take a look at where you're going. If every decision in your life is, is just to satisfy self, then you have faith in yourself. So you, when, when you, when you, when you take a, when you figure out where somebody's going, you, you answer the question, of what they have faith in. This is where you're going, where you're headed, where life is headed. Okay. So now, if we bring God into the picture, because that's ultimately where we're going to um, kind of end this conversation about faith. I said faith is a corresponding action towards a point of belief. So the invitation that God has for us is to take this faith that has given humanity as a fuel, as a currency for living and put that faith in him. Move in his direction. Move towards him. Move towards him. Faith is a, a corresponding action. So, so God sends an invitation and we respond so that our decisions in life the way we choose to live, how we choose to interact with God and with people, how we choose to, um, I would say, discipline ourselves or the like thereof is what ultimately determines whether we are moving towards God or we, our faith is kind of taking us to, to a different place, right? 
And I think two invitations that Jesus gave in, in scriptures, uh, John 6, 35 and John 8, 12. John 6, 35 said, I'm, I'm the bread of life, right? If you follow me, you're never going to go hungry. John 8, 12, I'm the light of the world. If you follow me, you're not going to walk in darkness. You know, the emphasis there, whoever believes, whoever follows, but faith moving, out, moving us towards, towards God and towards Christ. That's, that's why we now say the Christian faith. The Christian faith, the Christian faith, faith in God. And faith in God is a movement towards God. So when somebody says, oh, I, I believe in God, I, I've given my life to, to Jesus Christ and all of that. Um, I mean, it's easy to know. Just kind of see how they're living. That's what ultimately lets you know what and who they have faith in. So if I, um, if I say I have faith in God and that I believe in Christ and everything about my life is not moving me in his direction, then, then I, I don't really believe. I'm not, and, and we're not talking, you know, every now and then every, every believer stumbles or, you know, falls into some kind of dysfunction that, you know, um, derails you for a little bit, but um, you always you always come back to your senses and realize that your faith should move you towards God. So we're not talking about a life of perfection here. We're talking about a life of progression. Ultimately, um, I mean, even if, if, even if you stumble and you get up, the question is what direction are you heading? You know, do you stumble and turn back or you, you stumble and, you know, you get up and keep going to where you were going. Um, so that, that's, that's, that's how to think about faith and how to think about the Christian faith. It's a movement towards God. And um, I believe that is what God is inviting us to, to come and move in his direction. That, that's where it starts. Before getting into the heavier things in life, the, the weightier matters of, of Christianity, it starts with, will I decide to move in his direction? Will I give my life to him? Will I give my life to him? Let, let me read John 6.35. Just, just read it so I don't, um, so you can hear it clearly uh, without me paraphrasing. And, and John, John 8.12, and we're going to end there uh, if I can. Find it fast. No. All right. I think I can find it. So John 6, 35. It says, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Whoever comes to me will never go hungry. And whoever believes will never go thirsty. And then John 8, 12 um, Jesus says here, um, when Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. So that is, that is God's invitation through Jesus Christ. The word there is come and then follow. 
Faith is a corresponding action towards a point of belief. Will you decide to put your faith in God and let that faith reflect in where you decide to go? Where is life headed? Faith is a corresponding action towards a point of belief. Um, I hope I hope that helps um, for those who've been who are confused um, or for those who, who, who needed more clarity um, as to what faith really is. And my prayer is that that um, we'll not only have that understanding, but ultimately choose and decide to put our faith in God and and follow after him. Um, until next time, guys, have a, have a blessed one. Thank you for listening to the Proximity Podcast with SD. I really hope you were blessed and inspired. I would like to encourage you to find a church community where the gospel is preached with integrity and without compromise. And more importantly, make it a daily commitment to set quality time aside to meditate on God's word and grow your prayer life. Until next time, stay in the faith and keep your faith in Jesus Christ.